Hello guys, welcome to the Creation Footy Podcast. The Creation, Creation Football is coming back and I'm joined by Herman, my co-host. Hello, hello everybody. Currently, Herman is on vacation in Dubrovnik. Yes, uh, uh, sort of, because I'm uh, yeah, using, use, using the benefits of working from home. So yeah. in this situation, you can be home anywhere in the world. So I picked the... the the quite nice place <laughs> to, yeah to, to work from home yeah yeah well so thoughts on creation football coming back that's my first question because are you for the football to play because of the whole situation do, do you think the players are going to get affected or can or can the football be played in croatia well i i think that the the situation with this virus is definitely disturbing but i think the numbers have shown that the, the this virus is extremely dangerous for for older people so with yeah. the, all of the testing i think that football must be back as soon as possible once again germans show the world that they are very prepared for, for everything and they are already back um, yeah, true. I'm looking forward for for the rest to be back. But uh, I I tweeted a few days ago. The thing that concerns me is the rest period for the professional players. So if the season will end up in late July or mid July, so they're yeah. they're gonna have a rest of what three three days before the preparation yeah, for like new that. season which will start in mid or late august uh, so then at the end of that season you have euro right away yep I, I think that players will be pretty pissed because this is not a vacation for them for for them vacation yeah. is midsummer when they they can go in in June to Dubai or Tenerife with their families and friends, and this was complete lockdown. So this is a worrying thing, and I, I don't see many people talking about this. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, the situation uh, with Corona in Croatia has uh, has been amazing. We have dealt with it pretty good, if you ask me. We have like almost ninety percent have recovered. So when there are like 200 active cases, maybe less. So I think the current, situa- the current situation with Corona in Croatia allows football to be played behind, behind closed doors, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, today I saw, if you know who's Spencer Owen. No, no. Well, yeah, he's a YouTuber. He owns a club in England. Basically, uh, if one player gets infected, that's going to be a problem. If one player from any club gets infected, that could be a big problem for the whole league. In whatever league, I think. Not only Croatia, but in every league, obviously. Well, I, I, don't, I don't see why people would consider that a problem. I mean, why we don't look at coronavirus as a knee injury or, <laughs> or, or flu or something? Okay, that player is out. He cannot play for. He's out for four weeks. I don't know. 
I, I don't see any sense if one player get this virus that you should cancel all the league or something serious like yeah. that because I heard the rumors about this. So if one player gets infected, we are going to stop everything. Why? I mean, it, it, if you play football manager, I, I remember playing football manager. I have a, I had a player that was absent due to flu. Okay, he's, he's out. You have 20 players who can play this match. So, yeah, true. Obviously. So, but you you would stop the complete competition due to one. No, 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 no. No, no, but if more players get infected, you know, what happens if a whole, almost the whole team gets infected? That's the point of view that Spencer had. So, if one player gets infected, gets tested after training, comes back positive. And if he had some kind of contact with the other players, which is which he obviously did, if he had training or a match, then that could be a problem not just for the league but for the club especially. Yeah, but for one club. But but this is a situation that was possible even before this virus because you get this food poisoning incidents yeah. that could happen. So the whole team could be poisoned. Let's say they would be out for a week. In this situation, they would be out for four weeks or, or more. So now is even bigger problem because the schedule is very tight. So it's hard to cancel four matches if potentially this situation happens. But I'm I don't know. We 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 can predict and guess, but it will happen. What will happen? So. Yeah, we yeah. can just hope for the best. Yeah, let, yeah, let's just hope for the best. Yeah. And as we are talking about good news, uh, well, not good news, but uh, the final is coming back, obviously, and we are having two very big fights. One is for staying up, or who's gonna get relegated, and one is for the that second place that leads to Champions League qualification. So I just want to see who do you think will get that second place from from four teams. That's Rijeka, Lokomotiva, Hajduk, and Osijek. Well, me being born and living in Zagreb, I think it makes sense that I will uh, support Lokomotiva in this battle. Yeah, okay. Because uh, they have really good chances. They had a really good season so far. Who knows how all those four teams will look after this coronavirus situation. But I'm hoping that uh, they can reach this second place and that Zagreb will have two, two teams who will fight for this Champions League place. But I don't think that either of them can reach Champions League, but we'll talk about Dinamo a bit later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Your thoughts? Well, well as for me, I think Rijeka is going to do it. Yes, I am a Hajduk fan, but I don't think we can, after we lost 3-0 to Rijeka, I don't think we have a chance. And Rijeka right now is, of course, in the, in the second place. And as for Lokomotiva, they have had a phenomenal second part of the season where they only lost one match that was against Hajduk, which they could have drawn or maybe won, you could argue. But uh, yeah, my choice is Rijeka just because they have the quality and they have been in similar situations, especially you remember when they won the league, not 
that long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I, they I, they can play under pressure. I I agree with you, and I I I can't believe that I'm gonna say this, but my heart is with Lokomotiva Zagreb. Okay. Because I I I would like. I would like them to 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 reach this second place. This would be historic uh, achievement for 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 them and for uh, millions of their supporters in Zagreb. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the, yeah, I that's a, uh, if you if I had to choose the second team to go into the, that Champions League, if it wasn't Rijeka, I would choose Lokomotiva because they have been showing great, great uh, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, great performances. So I don't think Kaido can do it. No, Rosic. I think they're gonna go to the Europa League. And what about the relegation? What are your thoughts about yeah. the bottom of the? I am. I am still. Uh, yeah, that's. Ooh. I'm still staying with my choice. That is Warajdin. Just because they're the new team, and I know Toplak is the manager, but the players just. Uh, yeah are not good enough to make this team stay up in the league. Did you watch the Tribina podcast with, with Sam Toplock? They had a show about, I don't know, hour and a half with, with him. I didn't. When was it? It was like a month ago. You, you can, oh, you, you can find I did it. it. And uh, it's pretty interesting. And he, he's saying that the organization of top clubs in Croatia, like Dinamo, Hajduk, Rijeka, Osijek, and then mm-hmm. even Gorica, Lokomotiva, and Slavin. But that their organization in the club is miles ahead of Inter, Istra, and Varesdin. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Like, and he was saying like bizarre things about the equipment for training, the organization for matches, preparation... Really, mm-hmm. really bizarre things, and he's saying that it's it's no wonder that these three teams are at the bottom because the money, including every everything else, is far more lower than 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 these top clubs. I don't know. I, I, I'm not qualified to, to to talk about the exact amount of money. Yeah, Istra but... or Inter or Avaris didn't have, and I, I'm not claiming that they have at least similar budget to Slavin Belupo. I, I don't know this, but Toplik was saying that uh, these clubs are not so serious as uh, as those in 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 the top. Uh, so he was mentioning, for example, he got fired in Inter because they the new owners wanted to have another coach. And then this virus happened and the coach left. So it, it was a pl- pretty blue, blurry situation uh, in Inter. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and this, when you ask me who will be relegated, I trust Toplak because he had some good words about his team. You say that they don't have enough quality, and I could agree that if we talk about quality, Varisden is probably last here. But then again, all three teams, all three teams for me are absolutely identical. 
in in terms of chances to to be relegated. So okay, I'm not confident to predict anything here. Okay, then fair enough. <laughs> well, as a stand, uh, Varazin is currently tied on points with uh, Inter Zabrzec. So yeah, it could go either way, and Istra is two points ahead. Both two points ahead. Ahead both. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit. Uh, they're two points ahead, both of them. So yeah, it's gonna be it, interesting it, to watch. It, it's ten matches to go, I think. So yeah, it is ten this, matches. These these two points are almost irrelevant in, in the whole story. So we'll see. Yeah, we will. So let's just uh, take a look at the round, the twenty seventh round at the fixtures. So predict basically to see. I know it's like half a month half a month away, but let's see what we think about that round, those matches. Before like what is it? Like it starts in three weeks, right? Like yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the final comes back on the fifth of June with the match uh, where Haidu hosts Inter Zaprosic. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> something fell. My my key is failed. Nothing. Nothing serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I mean, this should should be a clear win for Hyde. Okay, everything else would be a huge surprise. Yeah. Uh, but I think Tudor can can solve this without any any problems. Yeah. Okay. And then the second match on the seventh of June. Uh, oh, sorry, on the 6th of June. Uh, it's Slavin Belupo Gorica. Uh, so you are confident about Hajduk winning? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm confident about Hajduk. <laughs> it's in, it's interesting at home. I think without the fans, we can do it. Yeah. I think so. But for Slavin Belupo Gorica, uh, it is played in Koprivnica. And Slavin Belupo is very good at home. And I think Gorica will suffer. And I think Belupa will take the win there. I will go in a totally other direction because Slam and Belupa will have this cup match before. Yeah, uh, a week before. Uh, yeah, and I think their focus will be there on the cup because it's a semi-final. It's a home match. It's a really, really good chance to, to reach the final. Uh, okay. And Regarding quality, I think that Gorica is a better team, so I will go with Gorica here. Okay. Uh, then we have Varazdin Dinamo. Top luck against the new manager, Jovicevic. Yeah, Varazdin has absolutely nothing to lose here, and I think Top luck mentioned that it is a perfect timing. To, to host Dynamo because it was this virus thing almost three months without uh, serious football yeah. and you play at home they have a new manager a new team if you ever have some good chances to, to grab something against Dynamo I, I know it's funny to say because they won last match in Varazdin 1-0 yeah they did but they have pretty good chances to 
to take something here, especially when we additionally have in, in mind that Dinamo is already the champion, so they, they could be pretty, pretty relaxed. But we'll see. But if I have to bet, I, I would go with some kind of surprise here and, and even go maybe for, for what has been. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. I did not, uh, yeah, I did not expect that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, as you said, they have nothing to lose. I mean, they, but, won, they won it already once when Dynamo was yeah, much they stronger did, but, and more yeah. serious. So, I, yeah, but it's all going to depend on how Jovicevic uh, places the team. Maybe he's gonna go with a new style, or maybe he's just gonna maybe go with the Bielica style. That was, of course, that worked, of course. But yeah, I don't see a huge surprise here. I think Dinamo is just gonna take it, take the win. I don't really think that Varazdin could do it again. To be honest, I know. Yeah, I I know my prediction is crazy, but. It's it's a yeah. ju- it's just a feeling, and my feeling is often very wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we exp- yeah, my feeling was wrong at the first prediction when we started the podcast for Osijek. Yeah, yeah. we said yeah, M- so... Maric is not dangerous, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> let's move on to the next match. Uh, that is Istra against Rijeka in Pula. Yeah, this is regional derby, and yeah, it is. Rijeka has to go. 100% because they are trying to 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 be second in the end uh, Istra is levels below them regarding quality so I think that this importance of the regional tensions uh, they they have over there is going to bring more uh, more fighting spirit in in Rijeka, and when you add quality, I think they will win this easily. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I same 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 thoughts. I don't think Istra will do it, even though they play at home, but there are no fans. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Rijeka is gonna win it and stay on that second place for another round. And to close out the 27th round, uh, we have, I think, the derby of the round. It is Lokomotiva versus Osijek. Yeah. Should, uh, I, should I go first or you? Please, you. Okay. Uh, well, oh, this is going to be definitely a good match because we are going to see Lokomotiva after this long break. Can they continue their form? And as for Osijek, can they finally stop being not so good away because if you know Osijek haven't been the best away from home so yeah I don't think Osijek is gonna do it still I don't think they're gonna break that bad spell away from home and I think Lokomotiva is gonna win it 2-0 my my score prediction is 2-0 yeah I know it's almost a month away but 2-0 I can agree with you and I think Lokomotiva can win Although this poor Osik record in away matches, maybe it was a long time ago, so I, I wouldn't l- look that much in, into this, but 
I think Lokomotiv at home, although Osijek is a good team, but I think that Lokomotiv will win it. Yeah, okay. Let's move on to the cup, which comes first. That That's going to come at the 30th of March, of course, this month. And 13 days as we are recording this. Uh, the first semi-final is, of course, between Lokomotiva and Slam Belupo in Komprivnica. So, <laughs> you, you said you want uh, Slam Belupo have a big chance because they haven't been in this kind of situation to play in the final. But can they capitalize on that chance to go to the final? I think it's a horrible thing for them because they will play in front of empty stands. I don't think that uh, audience in in Komprimnica is very wild. And, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a thing that could help them and they will not have this. True. So this is good for Lokomotiva. Again, I think Lokomotiva is a better team, but it's probably the most important match of the season for Slavik Belupov because we, we used to mention in, in last of our podcasts that Slavik Belupov is always seventh team. They're always yeah. safe from relegation and far away from the Europe. So it's the it's the year of excitement in Koprivnica because they play this important match. And one match, everything is possible here. Yeah, and to make it to the final, yeah, uh, it, it could be crazy for them. But yeah, uh, I think just Lokomotiva is a better team. They have much better players. And of course, as I said before, if they can continue that form they had, I see them going through to the final. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Second semi final is between Rijeka and Osijek. Now, that's that could be a good one in, of course, Rijeka. Uh, I almost said Kantrida, but Rujevic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, any way you look at it, you must say Rijeka is the favorites. Yeah, and you of just course. mentioned a few minutes ago Osijek poor records in, in away no matches. Way. Yeah. Everything is going into a direction that Rijeka will win it, but this is football and we, we love it because of these things that it's completely unpredictable. So, if I have to guess, I would say Rijeka. But then again, I wouldn't put a lot of money if I was betting on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last time they played, uh, Rijeka won 1-0. Yeah, it was at Rojevica. So, yeah, I think the same. I wouldn't bet a lot of money, too, but I would still go with Rijeka yeah. instead of Osijek, just because the poor, if they, if maybe they, they could break the bad spell away, but I don't see it because Rijeka is just I, not on a different level, but a little better than Osijek. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, let's move. I think this is the, not the first time, but definitely a special moment for Šibenik as they are getting promoted. Yeah, to the first KNL. Our friend Matt would be very delighted to to comment. On, yeah, on, on this part. So I, we are definitely gonna bring him one one yeah, podcast yeah, just yeah. to see to talk about what, he, what he thinks. Yeah. So as as I read. Uh, 
neither Shibanik or Orient, they, they don't have a license for first final uh, yet. Well, yeah, yet. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Uh, they have problems with their stadiums. But I think that's going to be sorted out. Yeah, I think that Shibanik has... Uh, 800 uh, positions, how do you say it in English? Uh, seats. Seats, seats. Seats that are covered with, with the roof. I don't know the more suitable uh, English expression. <laughs> uh, and they need like 200 more. And I think they say it, they will solve it. It's, it's not a problem. Yeah, but then again, let's be honest and realistic. If Maximir can play Champions League, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure uh, Heinel could can could and can be played on, on Shubicevac. Yeah, in, in true. So I don't know much about Shubinik team. I saw some players like Davor Kukets. He used to play for Inter Zaprešić, and I think yeah. he he's still there. Uh, he's a very creative midfielder. Uh, so uh, I'm really, really happy to see Shibenik back. I hope that Zadar will be back also soon because they are very well known team of uh, Prva Hainel and they were out for a very long time. And I'm, I think they were once or twice they were in the playoffs to come back and they were really close. I think once was on penalties. The second time also slipped when, when they were really close. So I think they deserve it. The, uh, the city of Shivenik uh, really needs it, it. And they were always in Prva Hainel before. So yeah, I, they were. They were. I, I'm glad they are, they are coming back. Yeah. Uh, well, that second place, uh, Kroatia Zmijalci should have gone to the playoffs, but they didn't apply for the first final license. So instead of them, Orient goes to the promotion relegation playoffs. Do you think they could beat either Istra, Inter, or maybe Varazdin? Depends on who will finish uh, nine. Probably no, because in, in history, always the team from Prohainal managed to to stay. I don't think that ever happened that the second division team managed to go up. Yeah, well, maybe there's there's obviously a chance. It's football. Yeah, the ball is around. But yeah, they are definitely not the favorites. Whoever they play against. Yeah, but Orient. Back in the 90s, they were in Prva HNL. So yes, a little bit more time went by uh, than Shivenik. But uh, it would be fun to see Rijeka Derby orient against it Rijeka. Yeah, it that, would. That, that, yeah. that would be interesting. I, didn't you hear the rumors about maybe expanding from 10 to, to 12 yeah clubs. I did yeah I did who knows maybe, maybe this will happen yeah but uh, Shuker said that the, the current system that we are using is of, the, is of course 10 teams is working pretty well which for once I agree with Shuker on something but uh, <laughs> yeah 
I mean, it would be great to see the, the league expand, but still. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it makes sense to play four rounds with 10 teams. This is 38 rounds yes. in total. But if you have. No, it's 36. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. But then. Uh, but if you have 12 teams, then you can make only three circles, three yeah. rounds, and this is 33 matches. So. I'm guessing that, that that is one of the reasons to to stay with with ten teams. Yeah, possibly. Okay, let's move on to the dynamo situation that happened during this lockdown that we didn't comment on a lot on the previous podcast because we talked about the World Cup, obviously. So of course we commented on this when it happened. It it wasn't the right decision to get rid of Bielica, right? Yeah, I agree, and I will let you to to analyze this topic, and I will share my thoughts in 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 yeah. the end. Yeah, well, as you lot, as everyone knows, it's obviously big news. It was big news when it came out. Bielsa is no longer, of course, the manager of the uh, Dynamo squad, but now the uh, what uh, the under 19s manager has moved on to be the first team manager, and that is Jovicevic. So it will be interesting to see how he places the team. But as for Bielica, I don't think it was the right decision. Just because the team was very close this season to going through to, the, to either of the Champions League round of 16 or the Europa League round of 32. But in the end, of course, they failed, sadly. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, unusual question. Are you iPhone or Android user? Uh, <laughs> Android, why? Okay, so let's imagine you, you have a, What is the best Android you, you can imagine now? Oh, Samsung S20 or... Hmm. Probably, yeah. Samsung S20, yeah, probably. So let's imagine you get Samsung S20... First day, you're delighted. Second day, it's working perfectly. And then you <laughs> drop it accidentally from the third floor and it, it crashes into a thousand pieces. And then someone approaches you and, and, and they say to you, don't worry, here is iPhone XR for you. <laughs> And you would be like, yeah, it's 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 a cool phone. It's it's iPhone. It's it, it really has a good feature. So I cannot say much bad things about this phone. But I liked Samsung S20. It was the perfect phone. So why I'm saying this is this is exactly the situation on Bielica and Jovicic for me. Yeah, because yeah, I, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Because things Bielica did with Dynamo last two years are absolutely amazing. And very true. As a person that loves Dynamo, I am super, super disappointed with with everything that happened in in last month or two in Dynamo. Obviously, Dynamo board had something against Bielica and they decided to get rid of him in this way that happened. I think Jovic, which is a decent coach, talented, he deserves a chance. Everything 
about him seems legit and he is a good choice. But the way they get rid of uh, Bielica is a disaster for me. Yeah. Yeah, I have the same thoughts. It, it, you, you just can't do that to someone like Bielica. Because I, I, I maybe I'm, I will maybe sound arrogant and... Uh, People that support Hajduk Rijeka will say, oh, you, you're just a prick. <laughs> but Dinamo is strong for Heinal. Even with Jovicevic, they are arguably the team that will win the championship even the next season. Yeah. But is Dinamo with Jovicevic and the players that will stay in Dinamo after, after this season, which is questionable, and no one knows what, how strong this team will be, are they capable of doing something big in Europe? And I, when I say big, is reaching what Bielica did in the last two years. This is Europe, uh, Europe League uh, reaching spring and reaching the Champions League group stages. I don't think they can do it. Okay. And... I, I think it's a disaster for Croatian football because Dinamo with Bielica had a team that was pretty, pretty you, can, you can pretty comfortably say that this team could reach Champions League group stages uh, next season. Yeah. Yeah, true. And now, who knows? And the strategic decision of Dinamo board is probably let's develop some new young players, let's sell Jira to Galatasaray in one year for 6 million euros. Let's sell Guardiol to Milan uh, in uh, 2021 for 11 million euros. And uh, let's sell, I don't know, Orsic this summer to Trabzonspor for 10 million euros. I, I, I don't see much football value for fans and for big European successes like two years with, with Bielica. So, in general, I'm very disappointed that this decision is absolutely disaster for, for Dinamo. Yeah, well, to be honest, uh, yeah, the chances of Dinamo going to where they were with Bielica are slim. But they are non-existent, so I think it will just... Yeah, we will have to see Ovicevic first yeah, as I a know, manager in action. I know, but I'm already pissed off, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, you should start a rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, thank God that we are at the end of the podcast, so... <laughs> No more angry thoughts from me. So, I'm <laughs> yeah. Gl- well, just okay. What? I, I'm glad you kept this topic for for the for the very end of the podcast. So. Yeah, <laughs> obviously for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, last thing I want to comment on is Inter Zafrašić is currently in financial problems, and they haven't still yet got a license to play in the first final. So maybe Orient could get lucky and get into the first final without even having to play the playoffs. But 
do, do you have info? What is missing for their license? I mean, they're playing in Pro Hanela like 15 years in a row. So what is the thing that they are missing now? It's financial problems, reportedly. But uh -huh, uh, we know the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That the makes same sense. things happened with yeah. You you know with Sibalia and Split, they got relegated. Financial problems got dropped into the third division. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. So yeah, I don't know. Financial Inter is a is a team that. Is a st standard part of HNL, so it would be sad to see them disappear. But yet again, we, we saw Vartex disappearing. We, we saw yeah. so, so many teams in history of HNL going from top to bottom. I mean, in, in the early 90s, you had teams like Dubrava, Mladost, 127, yeah. uh, Samovar playing in, in the first division and then today they are I mean Dubrova is I think in the second league now uh, yeah Dubrova yeah, is yeah. I think uh, in the second league um, Mladest I think they they don't exist they are now I think Suhopolje uh, yeah they are they are and the Samobor who used to play in, in the late 90s in Pro HNL they are now in the fifth Croatian yeah. division, so and Karlovac also yes, in the early eight, Naftas, Naftas Ivanic. Yeah, you have a lot of a lot of uh, good good examples of teams that disappear. I mean, Inter. Kamenigrad, Kamenigrad is one yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. was a huge team. Inter Zaprosić, when they used to be Inker, they were in, in the Pro Hanel in the nineties. Then they went to the third league, but they managed to, to come back. Yeah. So, who, who knows? Yeah, we will see. Maybe they sort the financial situation out and stay, possibly the first final. But that does it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Herman ranting about <laughs> Gelica and Dinamo. Yeah, thank Hopefully. you. <laughs> Hopefully we can... Not get any rant, but we probably will in the next episode. Because so we are now on YouTube, so we can get the dislike button. <laughs> so this is a problem. <laughs> so yeah, if you don't like the podcast, you know, YouTube, go press the dislike button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that does it. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good day. Mm -hmm.